Well, our next guest, he certainly had many great origin moments that he'll be able to talk to us about. And it's quite time we're getting, getting him on in origin week, Dino, because he's just been appointed in that new role with the QRL as CEO. Ben Icons on the line. Ben, good morning. Morning, gents. Can I just start by asking, why do you think everyone has so much fun taking the mickey out of Buzz? Oh, where do we start, Ben? Well, Buzz returns serve every time. You got an hour? I just, I think it's got something, he's got a mischievous energy, don't you think? He brings oh, the worst no, out of all of it. That's yeah. a really nice way of saying it, Ben. <laughs> mischievous energy. He'll come off a long run with a bounce of first ball to Dino when he comes on. Yeah, the blokes on Twitter don't exactly describe it like that, but anyway. Yeah, well, they're just right. having fun with Buzz, yeah. How are you, Benny? No, good. Thanks for coming on. Mm. Yeah, no, no, my pleasure. I, um... Knew it was going to be an interesting time to step into the role. I mean, this <laughs> origin thing is just, it's all-consuming, right? Mm. We've got two teams led by Billy Slater and Tony Norris fired up and ready to go. And as you would have experienced, I'm sure, at some point in your life, when you step north of the Tweed around this time of year, um, our inner redneck is in full bloom. <laughs> we just love origin. And when Queensland win, the whole state stands taller. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. What is it, Benny? Explain it to us. You lived in New South Wales. You loved your time down here. But it's just something that never leaves you, is it? So the last interstate series we won before Origin came around in 1980 was in 1959. So for 21 years, you know, New South Wales, because of the residency rule, were taking Queenslanders, putting them in blue jerseys, coming back and booting up. And all those very proud Queenslanders who donned the jersey for that period, but without much success. Yeah. So when Ron McAuliffe comes along and decides to invent this concept where we get back all our best players, including the late, great Arthur Beetson, then all of a sudden we're thinking, we're a chance here. And of course, we win the first one, we win the second one, we win the first three-game series in 82, and then, you know, the legend is created. So for us, there was a point in our history in that game, which is the number one code up here, where we all of a sudden got to pull back real Queenslanders to play for Queensland in a maroon jersey and they went above and beyond and they've been doing that ever since. So we feel this thing coming. We know that if we win, we're going to feel better about ourselves and so we go all in. And uh, you've probably both had the chance to be at Suncorp Stadium on origin night. It is something to behold. It certainly is. Well, Ben, tell us about that moment as an 18-year-old kid when you became the youngest person to be chosen at the time to play State of Origin. When you had that call that you were about to be given that Queensland jumper, what was going through your head? Uh, well, I was first year out of high school. I was happily doing a uh, health science degree at the local uni, pouring beers at the Coolangatta Tavern, just minding my own business. First it was reserve grade, and then I sort of got pushed up into the Gold Coast Seagulls first grade side really quick played three first-grade games. And then the year before, um, I had been selected in the Queensland under-17 side. We flew down, and we were the curtain raiser to that game where Mark Coyne Uh, didn't score a try. He produced a miracle, right? So myself and Darren Lockyer was in that side. We were sitting in the row behind the Queensland bench when Coyne scored that try. We lost the game against New South Wales. Arthur Bootson came into the sheds after the game. And, you know, graced us with his presence, said some nice things to me, tried to sign me to the Roosters with Mark Murray, and I ended up staying with the Gold Coast Seagulls. Fast forward 12 months, and I don't know what Arthur saw in me, but he was a selector of that Queensland Origin side and clearly had 
um, made me an option uh, in the conversation. So I'm sitting down. I'd play three first-grade games, just moved out of home with my mates. I thought, let's watch the name in the State of Origin side because all the talk was, were they going to pick Super League players? And, of course, when Robbie O'Davis was named fullback, you knew, OK, we've no Origin uh, uh, Super League players here, which meant no Broncos. Adrian Lamb was the halfback. Uh, Dale Shearer, uh, Fatty Likes to Joke, was selected at 5'8". He was a great player back in the 50s. (laughs) And then we we got to the bench and they read out him from the Gold Coast Seagulls, number 14, Ben Eichen. Anyway, my my phone rang straight after my name got read out. And, of course, I'm assuming it's for me. It it was. It was my father who was beside himself. And I, I kid you not, the first thing he asked me was, is there another Ben Eichen on the Gold Coast? Wow. Seriously. Yeah. And so, you know, phone goes dead because he's gone off and crying. Mum rang, worried, what's wrong with your father? I explained it to her. Get to camp the next day. I'm clueless. No idea about what to expect. So no one had rung you? No, I rang, I rang our Gold Coast Seagulls physio was a guy called Mike Payoff, who had been in the Origin camp previously. He said, oh, I think you go up here. So I kind of, I ended up getting onto someone. I got to camp on the the, the next morning I checked my bags with the concierge. I said, look, mate, I'm in the Queensland State of Origin site. He said, rightio. Well, mate, you guys are all up on the sixth floor. He took me around. I jumped in the lift. Doors were closing. And just as they were about to close, in comes this hand with a tuft of red fur on the back of it. Doors open back up. And there he is, uh, the host of the footy show, the fat man. Uh, he was having a chat with Matt Singh, who was also debuting that year. They get in the lift, pay me no mind, just turn their backs on me. They're clueless. Keep talking. We ride the elevator to the sixth floor. They get out. Fatty must have sensed that I was sort of trailing in behind him and turns around, look, looks me up and down, says, look, mate, this floor is for State of Origin players only. If you want some autographs, you'll have to wait downstairs in the foyer. <laughs> I claim I said, bugger off, mate. Go and get the coach. He'll tell you who I am. It's <laughs> a good comeback. Good. But the reality is I said, no, mate. My name's Ben Iken. I'm in your team. And just give a, you know, you could imagine it, the head wobble. I said, well, come on in there. <laughs> We're up the end room. It's an amazing that was story. It. Isn't Can it? you believe we won that series? And you won the series. Yeah. Even though he's own players. Unbelievable. Yeah. Benny, the Bears, run me through that. Why did you come down to North Sydney? Did you love your time at the Bears? And I know it's maybe a bit of a difficult question to ask you, but if there is an expansion, would you like to see the grand old Bears back? Well, start. With the last question first, uh, Bulldog. So I absolutely would love the Bears to be back in the competition. There's the QRL CEO now. I'm uh, riding behind the Brisbane Tigers bid. We've also got one coming out of the PNG um, jurisdiction. Uh, you know, the Hunters play in our competition. Um, but um, putting that to the side, uh, to have that, you know, foundation club history, which is so rich, uh, to be sort of push back into our elite competition somewhere in the country, playing in that competition to bring all those fans back to the game, I think would be sensational. And the good thing is, in my chats with Daniel Dixon, the chair, and Billy Moore, who sits on the board, is I think the Bears are prepared to travel right. They'll go to Perth. They'll go to Cairns. They'll go where you need them to go, just so that that brand and that history um, can be brought back into the game. Um, And beyond that, my, my time at the club, it was... Fantastic. I'd come out of the Gold Coast Seagulls for that one year in that same season that I'd have played Origin we just discussed. And the Gold Coast Seagulls had folded. You know, the game was going through a period of rationalisation. So I arrived at the Bears. And the thing I loved about it was, one, that whole stack of Queenslanders there, Tony Hearn, Billy Moore, Gary Larson, Brett Dallas. Uh, so I felt like I was kind of wasn't completely out of home. 
And then secondly, um, very professional. So Lee's club that was financial, uh, giving a lot of support to the football club. Ray Beattie was the chair. Bob Saunders was the CEO. Peter Louis was the coach. And Jason Taylor was our captain. And he was a brilliant captain because, you know, he, he was all about preparation. He was all about giving yourself the, the best chance to be at your best come Saturday or Sunday whenever you were playing. And that sort of found its way through the, the entire team. Um, so I was a young guy that needed that sort of direction. I got it. And my four years there, even though we didn't win a comp, we made a couple of prelims, um, is something I'm very proud of. Just back to, you mentioned the the likelihood of an 18th team where it may come from, whether it's the Bears or the Tigers, whoever. But we often heard prior to the Dolphins coming in that the talent pool would wasn't deep enough to have any more clubs. Has what the Dolphins been able to achieve this year, which has been extraordinary, Ben, does that lead you to believe that talent pool is deep enough and we can have an 18th team and even potentially grow even more? Well, you're forced to grow the talent pool. Mm. So it's not about whether or not we're ready for the 18th team or the 17th team. Like, I'm being honest with you, the competition this year is more even because yep. we've introduced a 17th team. So the talent has had to disperse. It's not as concentrated. And the same will happen when we introduce an 18th team. And then, you know, all the underpinning competitions, say we've got a 27-year-old competition here um, called the Host Plus Cup, uh, which is our Queensland Cup, which runs from PNG all the way down to Tweed. You know, you need to pour money into those levels to ensure that you've got the right resources to keep developing talent. So the first instance, what happens is the talent spreads across the extra franchise, which does something to the competition. It's not always measurable. But as I said before, I feel like this competition in 2023 is really open. And then there'll be a backfill. You know, you'll have more opportunities for people to play NRL, which means you'll have more people connecting into those second tier teams where we need more investment. And then it just you go through that cycle over and over again. Um, and so it's it's quite clever what Peter Volandis did. He took a, a, a very rich uh, and historical brand from Queensland who had um, been in the QRL competition for a long time. They'd got themselves ready for that next step. And I believe that's the most sound way to do it. The Bears are doing the same. They're playing in the New South Wales Cup, yep. you know, and have got a good business ready to go. You know, you don't have to create or manufacture some sort of consortium or bid out of nowhere. You know, if we keep pouring money and investment into that second tier, what you'll find is when you're ready to expand, you've got living, breathing organisations with history and people ready to take the next step. Great point. Yeah, great point. Hey, Benny, all those great sides you played in, um, the Seagulls, the Bears, the Broncos, Queensland, who was the funniest teammate that you ever came across? Who was the greatest scallywag? Uh, look, it's hard to go past Josh Stewart. Oh, the jaw. From the Bears, the jaw. You know, it's amazing to me that Nathan Cleary comes across as so sensible because, as we all know, Josh <laughs> Stewart's be uh, sister, Beck, married Ivan. They together had Nathan. Nathan's very sensible. He obviously throws to the father's side <laughs> because Josh Stewart is a good mate of mine and an absolute lunatic, but I love him to death. He made coming to training fun. And then north of the border... You know, I was at a function in Chinchilla on Friday night uh, for the QRL and Wayne Bennett was the guest speaker. He spoke for 15, 20 minutes about his little mate, Elfie Langer. Mm. You know, like he he had this great capacity to 
um, never take himself too seriously. He never trained too hard. Um, but in terms of bringing a group together, keeping it light, being a good balance for Wayne, there was no one better. You know, like, and I watch Elf today, you know, he's nearly 60, still running on the water, still as cheeky as he ever, ever was. You'll never want to leave that environment behaving and living exactly the same way when I first <laughs> met him way back in the 90s. It's unbelievable. Hey, hey ben, it sounds like Dino. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, don't put me in Alf class. Alf is uh, one of the great characters. We, oh, we miss yeah. those characters, don't we, Benny? There's not many left. Sadly, in today's game, it's changed. It's more professional. They're more, I guess, robotic to some degree. But well, more social media too now. You there's more social media. There's a lot of reasons, but I do miss those old characters. But it's just the world we live in, I guess. It is. It's a, look, and there's just a hard edge about how we communicate with each other now. Mm. You know, and it's kind of been through the advent of social media. People will say things when they're in a room by themselves on a phone that they would never say to someone's face. But, you know, some of that language, some of that communication is finding its way in the day-to-day. It's like like people kind of want to wake up and very quickly to move, move towards either being inspired or outraged. Mm. And there's no in-between anymore. You know, we just, Yeah, yeah. Well, we just used to be a nation of people that were so laid back, she'll be right. We used to be able to laugh at ourselves. Uh, and, you know, this thing called rugby league at its core is meant to be fun mm. you know it's that's that's why we do it that's why we get involved with it and you know as more money finds its way into the game and the world changes it seems to be taking itself far too serious at times yeah, well said, mate. hey ben we are running out of time but I, I need to ask you probably an unfair question but the best player you played with and against well i played with andrew johns yeah uh, and he was born with a gift, like he was a rugby league savant. Uh, I've already mentioned Elf, you know, who, you know, I used to just dread playing against because you just knew when he flicked the switch he could go. But I grew up playing against Darren Lockyer, and he's just one of the great champions, you know, quietly spoken, but just had this, you know, fierce determination to win everything all the time. He was one of the great winners. And he's a very good mate of mine. So if I'm going to pick one above the others, it'll be lucky. Fair enough. Superstar. How you, and how do you see Wednesday night, Ben? Silly question, mm. Ray. Mm. You know, you can ask a Queenslander about origin. You're I'll, only going to I'll, get one I'll rephrase it. Why did Queensland win then? Because we're a better team and we're better people. <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words, Benny boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start. We're a team in 40 years. You started Well, they that. were. They just and they got lucky. And they won, Dino. No, that's an insult to me. I was in the worst team at 40 years, 95. <laughs> and they of won 3-0. And they won 3-0. <laughs> hey, Ben, miss you on NRL 360, but really appreciate you coming on the show. Best of luck in that new role as CEO of the QRL, and not so much best of luck Wednesday night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jens. Hey, thanks, Ben. There's Ben Bye-bye. Arkin.